Shut up and sit down. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. Uh, this is episode 76 of The Quiet Part Loud. I am your host, Daryl, as always, and it's good to be here. Um, it's Friday, end of the week, looking forward to the weekend. Got some plans, gonna go look at vehicles this weekend and hopefully drive home with something brand new, so that would be great. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, but I wanted to come on because it's the end of the week and there's an event in London, UFC event in London, and I wanted to preview that because I'm going to the weigh-ins uh, this afternoon when I'm done work. And uh, I thought, you know, kind of a fun event, Darren Till's fighting, and it's going to be a good main event, and uh, Ben Askren's going to be there to probably do a ring appearance, you know, after the main event, because he wants the winner, and that's going to be great, and just kind of preview the fight. Um, And then I I woke up this morning and had seen what happened in uh, Christchurch in New Zealand, and it didn't really seem like that big of a deal. Um, you know, kind of doing a show on the UFC and on fighting when, you know, upwards of 50 people are dead and, you know, more laying damaged and critical in the hospital. And I thought to myself, well, how can you not comment on this? Um, you know... They've arrested one person, and he's an Australian uh, white supremacist, for all accounts, is what they're kind of labeling it as. Um, And if you don't know, if you haven't heard by now, this was an attack on two separate mosques in Christchurch in New Zealand, and they just went in and started mowing people down. Uh, They reckon there's probably about four people at least involved Uh, But they've only currently, I think, got one guy who they've charged and two others who, or or three others that are in custody or something like that. I'm recording this first thing in the morning uh, on Friday because literally I just heard and, uh, you know, before everybody else is up and before everybody else is awake. I mean, I'll probably wake them up with this, but never mind. Um... I just wanted to get on here because it's it's one of those things that I don't think you should wait on before you comment because we all know how we feel about this sort of thing. Um, the Muslim population is often often vilified and not, you know, a lot of those things are not unwarranted and we can go into that on a separate show. Um, but it's oftentimes... You know, that community is vilified as the terrorism, uh, you know, the, the terrorism group, the um, the ones you have to watch out for. Be careful of the people that cover their faces, you know, and I always find it even more strange to think about monsters hiding in plain sight as the scariest things that you can imagine, because... A clown wears a costume and you know what a clown looks like and a clown can't sneak up on you. You know, unless it's Pennywise and we're talking the movie yet, but never mind. Um, It's it's the monsters hiding in plain sight that that are the really scary figures because, you know, they look like us, right? The proverbial us. 
and generally if nothing is outwardly shown then they tend to get left alone no stereotyping no hardcore investigation no you know travel bans no um no whiteophobia you know or 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 middle-aged manophobia you know you've got islamophobia and things like that where people are just unjustly worried about things but nobody's unjustly worried about a middle-aged white dude or a 30 year old white dude you know they don't that's like a that's almost like a nothing <laughs> like like you know i don't really feel interested in them don't really feel worried about them you know it's just about middle of the road as you can be right um and sometimes that's the problem i suppose is these losers feel like they've got nothing else going on so they radicalize by turning to you know the the most easily easily accepting communities if you're if your base level is so absurd and so abhorrent that you just don't have any scruples, you know, come on in. All you got to do is say you hate something, you know, something of color. That'll get you in. That's your entry pass. You know, these fucking hicks, man. These fucking hicks. Like... <laughs> I don't even like I want to be I want to be so voracious in in the words that I say but it'll it'll amount to nothing because it'll just be it'll just be curse words how can you hate something or even or think you hate something enough to go and blow them up or fucking just machine gun them to death How can you hate something that much? You fucking losers. You got nothing else going on in your life, so you turn to hate? You turn to hate and violence? If my, if the sound of my voice is anybody's ears that may have a proclivity towards hating another version of the population because it doesn't look like you or doesn't believe the same thing as you, then you should literally find a noose, put your fucking head in it, tie it up somewhere and jump off. You should go into a warm bath and Starting from the top, come down. Don't go sideways, go all the way down. Go ahead and slice your fucking wrists and bleed out in the bathtub because we do not need anybody on those ends of the spectrum. We just don't. I understand people's view on capital punishment. I understand that you know, some people are vehemently against the death penalty. But I just... I don't see a reason for keeping someone like who does this sort of thing alive. How can you support an argument against killing this guy? 
Because in my opinion, anybody that anybody that acts in this nature, it should just be a one strike and you're out. Like we'll investigate you, find out everything that you know we can in terms of your motivation and your psychology and your upbringing and things like that. And I understand that you know we're probably in the dark ages in terms of fully understanding how the brain works and you know how different disorders can manifest and and one day we'll probably look back on on this time and say the way we treated murderers and the way we treated psychopaths and the way we treated rapists and the way we treated pedophiles was barbaric because we would just lock them up or euthanize them or what have you but we don't have any other way at the moment and I'm sure people out there a lot smarter than me are working on it. I don't have the ability to work on that. I have the ability to comment on the situation that's sitting in front of me. And this is like if it were to happen in Canada. Like, or Switzerland. You know, this is, a, this is basically a neutral country, New Zealand is. very accepting, very liberal, very progressive. And some, some fucking hick, some, some fucking maggot who probably couldn't get his dick hard in a whorehouse Somebody probably bust a nut at the sight of a titty. Somebody whose mommy didn't pay him enough attention. My daddy was mean to me when I was younger. Fuck off. Muslims are, Muslims are invading our countries. We have to fight back against extremism. What, with extremism? There's no argument that you can support that would that would manifest a reason, a justified reason could, to go out and do this. And it's always it's always terrible when these things happen, but I always look them at I always look at them in their circumstances almost as individual things, right? Like mass shootings are a problem. They're a, they're a, what's the right word? You know, they're, they're a symptom, right? They're, they're, a, they're a negative symptom. Um, but you have to look at them individually because some things are fishy around, around mass shootings. And I'm not saying this in any way, shape or form about, uh, what happened in New Zealand because what happened in New Zealand just looks awful and apparently the guy posted it on social media uh, because he's wearing a GoPro on his chest or on his head or something like sick fuck man um, but when you look at him individually like I wonder what happened with the one with the mass shooting like the worst mass shooting in history happened in Vegas right when that country music concert was happening and the guy was shooting out the window and he was stockpiling weapons in his hotel room for a week 
you know, and then looked into his family and his dad was like a psychopath and his brother was like a gambling junkie or some shit like that. Um, but that just seemed to go away. And I understand things recycle or cycle out of the news, right? <clears throat> but this one just seemed to vanish. And I thought it was really, really peculiar. And so I, I, all I'm saying is I look at these things individually. Um, but either way, the outcome for the perpetrator has to be the same. Until we have some other method of, you know, science or psychology or rehabilitation or treatment. How can, how, how can we allow somebody who murders 50 people indiscriminately by just opening fire in their place of worship? And you know me, I'm not a fucking religious guy. I don't go to church. I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't think religion does much good. I don't think there's much use for it, to be honest with you. I understand the facility of it. But in terms of religion, I take a very pragmatic approach to that sort of thing. And I have no interest in spending my energy on investing time towards something that is fictional. I just, you know, or that bears so little proof that the only reasonable conclusion is that it is fictional. Um I understand people who use it as a path and as a guidance tool and all of that. Absolutely fine. No problem. You become extreme with it. Now, I, now I've now i got zero time for you. I think when you, when you use something that can be as benign as religion for the violent intentions that we see it used for today, then that's just a cop-out kind of thing, right? And I just think that anybody that perpetrates anything like this if they don't kill themselves, they should be murdered. They should be questioned, investigated, and murdered. And that's like an eye for an eye killing, right? And a lot of people say, oh, well, that's a terrible viewpoint. That's a terrible way to think. Maybe. Maybe. Or just maybe it's ridding the world of people that are already willing to just, that are willing to just basically put their hands up and say, I'm the worst you've got. I'm the worst of our kind. And I'm all for humanitarian efforts and I'm all for, you know, being of the people and, you know, human rights and everything like that. But I think you, I think you submit those when you go ahead and act as heinously as these people do in circumstances like this. So, um, so I just, I just wanted to come on and kind of express my condolences. I've got a friend's. I got a friend who's traveling in New Zealand at the minute. He's fine. Uh, he was in a different part of the country. Uh, but I just wanted to check in on him. Um, you know, because you never know. Um, and I didn't know his flight situation either. And, you know, it seems to be all good. So, uh, so, so that's, that's, that's one positive. Um, but certainly f in terms of, you know, the tragic time that is now for these folks in New Zealand, um, I hope they get everybody involved. I hope that if this is part of a wider network, which it most likely is, uh, it's investigated and people are looking into it and anybody else associated with this is, is brought in. Um, we don't need this. We don't need this. We have enough division in every single facet of our lives. 
And when something like this occurs, it's just an easy way for those people on the fringes to turn around and say, I told you so. Fuck the other side. I told you so. And makes them steadfast in their beliefs. So instead of creating unity, it does what it's intended to do. And there is always a moment of unity after these things, but it always leads to the end game, which is trusting that other group just a little bit less. And that's why identity politics, group thinking is just, in my opinion, a terrible way to go. You have to treat each person on their merit. You have to be aware of the people you're surrounding yourself with. And, uh, And, and, and be careful. It's just, it's just terrible. Um, <laughs> my fucking dog's sleeping in the back, snoring away. Can you hear that? Um, anyways, uh, it's a really sad time. And I just, I just wish we could leave all of this silly shit alone. Because it's, it's mind-blowing to me how people can engage in such abhorrent, erratic, and senseless violence and segregation and division. and Because it's so hard to get along with people. Is it so hard to socialize? Is it so hard to be honest? You know, and this goes all the way up the chain. You know, we've just had another vote on Brexit lost. And I don't want to go into the Brexit conversation because this is not for that. But they vehemently disagree on the no deal. They vehemently disagree, uh, vehemently agree that they want an extension. But they, they narrowly agree that Theresa May, who has fucked up the last two years of this, has, has, is the only one to do it. And that's more of a, well, I'm not touching this um, shitty sheet with my hands. You know, it, it's more of that. They don't want to take responsibility for this broken, sinking ship. Um, and they're going to let her go down with it, uh, which is terrible. But again, if we just quit this division, had a sensible conversation, look to the community around you, there there are clear, clear answers on the right way forward and what you should avoid doing. Um it's we need more love in the world, man. We meet we need more compassion and we need more solidarity but we need to be thinking as individuals acting as individuals and treating each other as individuals and when we break it down to a one-on-one -on -one conversation more times than not things are going to go right this is when things get lost in the masses so take a look at your social media okay and if all you see is bad news about this event, take a time out, man. Take a time out. We didn't talk about the screen time challenge last show, but I'm down 10% on my, my week. So, you know, it's working and I'm staying with it and I'm conscious of it and I'm actively removing things and, you know, not just arbitrarily spending time on there. But, you know, this is a symptom of, of, of a message getting lost in the masses and also the wrong message being perpetrated by the masses and spread amongst them. We're doing no individual thinking and then we get herded in like sheep.
and then we do silly things to try to stand out of the crowd. And that's a terrible, terrible place to be. So, um, let's just try to have a good weekend. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to kick it off really, really nice. I got some work to do now, which is why I have to go and why I'm doing such a short show. Um, but, like, good things are happening. And focus on the positives. Be thankful you weren't in New Zealand yesterday. Be thankful that the people around you are safe. Be thankful that you have a home to go to and a job to go to and that you've got your health and people that love you. Do not waste your days. It's cliche to say, but it's true. Events like this are starch reminders that doing things that aren't beneficial or have no real benefit to you and life is too short to do pointless. So stay positive, stay kind, stay happy, stay generous, have a good weekend, and until next time, all the best.